0: from Press Communications LLC. This is Jersey Shore Matters with Diane De Oliveira. Ocean County's first retail marijuana store for adults 21 and older successfully opened to the public on July 7th. And I happen to be driving on Route 9 in South Toms River to witness the crowd that was outside the Social Leaf. We were on our way to Ocean Gate and I completely forgot about the opening day. Joining me today is Tom Marino, one of the Social Leaf co-owners, CEO. Uh Welcome to the show, Tom.
1: How are you? Thank you for having me.
0: First of all, how does one get into the business of selling marijuana?
1: You know, once it came legal, I, you know, I, I wanted my angle in. I wanted to get in. So me and a friend got together. He wanted in. and We got together and came up with a plan to get in and figured out how to, how to uh, figure out the formula to get the license.
0: What were you doing before this? I'm just, it's just fascinating to me because, you know, like you said, you you got together with a friend and talked about it, but this is so new to New Jersey and, you know, most people don't, don't get into this business or think about it, but, you know, what were you doing before this?
1: I'm a barber. I'm in the barber business. I I own a couple barber shops. Um, I cut hair. I was, uh, that's what I do. That's what I did for a living before.
0: So when you uh, decided to do this, how easy or difficult was the process of applying for a retail permit to sell cannabis and then actually getting approval, you know, not only from the state, but from the town?
1: Well, it was very long. It was very uh, tedious. You know, it was a lot of like repeated stuff. It was very repetitive. Everything that you did one thing for one, you had to do it for another, and You know, you had to go through the town to the municipality first, of course, and get a resolution from them. Um, Once we applied through them and got the resolution from them, we then applied to the state. And uh, it was very long. You know, it took the state a year to get back to us. You know, it says in the adoption papers 90 days, but it took them a year to finally get back to us. It was a little nerve-wracking, too.
0: Now that your doors have finally opened, just uh, tell me how the store works. So if a person first pulls up, uh, they walk inside, what happens from the moment they walk in the doors at the social leaf?
1: So they walk in, they walk up to the reception desk, they uh, they give the reception their ID, they scan the ID. It's an encrypted ID scanner, so it doesn't save any information. Um, cause I say that because a lot of people are nervous about getting uh the information so and jobs finding out or whatever but it doesn't it doesn't do any of that it's just to see if the ID is real and to see if uh, they're old enough and and then they go up and they go through the partitions they wait online once they're up they're doing line they go up to the uh, to one of the PLS systems where they'll talk to one of our cannabis advisors and then uh they'll discuss with the cannabis advisor you know about their issue if they have arthritis or nausea or something you know, and the welcome uh, the cannabis advisor will walk them through everything about the about the marijuana.
0: What are the different types of marijuana that you're able to sell? This is non medicinal. This is for social recreational purposes. So, are, are there different levels of it or strengths of it? I, I don't know because I, I can't say that I use it.
1: Yeah, there's uh there's indicas, sativas, and then you have uh, hybrids, which are crossed between both. Um, indica is more of a one that'll, you know, put you to sleep where sativa is more to, that'll keep you up. So like a sativa you would do during the day. At night you would do the indica. Um, and there's different, you know, even with the indicas, like there's different strengths of them. You know, some have, uh, are more potent than others. And then, you know, some have flavors too. So sometimes it could be about the flavor when you're smoking. It'll have a different flavor than some people like the flavor. Some people like the smell. Some people like the potency of the THC. You know, some people like the CBD and it's, it's all different. They're all different. They come in various uh, all various shapes, colors, everything. Where do you
0: get the, the pot that you are selling, the legalized marijuana? Where is it coming from? Do you have a supplier? Or are you growing it yourself? How does that work?
1: As of right now we're retail and uh, we retail uh, other people's products. Um, so we get it. There's 11 or 12 vendors in the state right now um they've been in the state for a while they're they're they've been they've been here since it was just medical when it was just medical they're uh they're all MSOs from out west um there are there are other people just like just like we apply for a license for retail there's um a lot of people out there that apply for cultivation that they're getting approved so over the next Six to 12 months, you're going to see a lot of uh, other cultivations pop up other than the ones that we're dealing with now. Um, We also, like I said, we retail uh, other people's products, but we're actually working on a project now to start our own cultivation and have our own brand. So we'll be cultivating and manufacturing as well.
0: Why is, you know, being able to finally sell marijuana legally a, a safer way to go as opposed to, you know, people doing it when it was illegal and getting it off the streets? What is the response from customers? Were they buying it on the streets before it became legalized?
1: Yeah, yeah that's where people are getting it from. I think the difference between the streets and, and the legal market is that, you know, anyone could put a name on something and call uh Gary Payton or uh bubblegum, But is it really that product? You really don't know. It's just you putting trust to that person and you don't know how it's grown. You know, it could be laced with fat and all there's a lot of wheat uh, going around right now that's, that's laced with fentanyl and you know, on the legal market, you don't have to worry about that. It's uh, the state, the state monitors it from seed to sale. So, uh, You know how it's grown, you know, uh, whatever it's grown with, you know, everything that's used to grow. it. Like you don't have to worry about it being laced or anything like that. You know, the the streets are lacing it with fentanyl so it can be physically addicting because, uh, cannabis is not physically addicted, but when they put the fentanyl on it, people get, you know, they, they hope the person get physically addicted to it. So it's always better to get on the legal market.
0: I just want to remind our listeners, this is Jersey Shore Matters. I'm your host, Diane Oliveira, and I'm speaking with Tom Marino. He is the CEO and a co-founder of The Social Leaf, Ocean County's first retail marijuana store for adults 21 and older. Uh, They opened their doors on July 7th on Route 9 in South Toms River. Uh, So, Tom, how has the feedback been from customers? Are you seeing mostly local people or are you getting clients that are driving in from other counties or even other states?
1: Oh, again, but again, these licenses come from all over. Uh, when we're at the reception, I sat there a couple of times, and I see they're, they're from all over. Uh, we get our local crowd, of course. We have our locals that support. And then, uh, you know, we're down the shore, so we get a lot of the shore crowd. So the people come, you know, they're coming in from all over. They come from New York, Pennsylvania, and they come from the local, towns: River, Brick, Lakewood, Bayville, Manchester, Ocean, Monmouth, uh, Atlantic middlesex they're they're from all over
0: what about as far as the price range? Um, do you have like competitive prices compared to other retailers that are open in the state? I know there's not that many yet, but you know how how is does the pricing work, and how do you compare it to other uh retailers?
1: The pricing is equivalent around the board for all the retails. We're not the ones who create the price you know the vendors and you know they create the, the, the price gets created at the wholesale uh at the wholesale market. And, you know, it's pretty equivalent all around. Everyone sells it for the same price. We sell it for the same price.
0: Any idea or projections of how you hope to make out in your first year of business? Um, I mean, you seem like you're doing really well so far. Um, Any idea what the profits will be like?
1: Uh, You know, you you get into business to hope for huge profits. We don't know how they're going to turn out to be. Um, I'd say that, you know, they've been good so far. I'd say we've been blessed since we opened the doors. Like I said, you get in the business to have profits. But uh, I'd say we've been blessed so far, and we hope to continue to grow.
0: How often would customers, regular clients, return? Um, is it like a weekly thing, a monthly thing? Uh, is how big of a supply can somebody buy, and how long does it last?
1: If individuals are allowed to purchase uh, up to one ounce a day. That's by state law. It depends on the individual, though. Some individuals indulge every day. Some indulge once a week. And it depends on how much they're buying. You know, there's people that come in to purchase a pre-roll, people that come in to purchase a whole bunch of goods. And, uh, but I see people there every other day. Then you have people that are there once a week. You know, you have people that are there every couple of weeks. You know, it varies. It depends on the individual.
0: How are you being received by the community maybe that does not want to buy legal marijuana? I mean, some people were against this. A lot of people were favorable to having a retail marijuana shop. What are you doing to prove skeptics wrong? Or have you convinced people or changed their minds that this could be a positive thing and not necessarily a bad thing?
1: It's always going to have its stigma. It's going to take a while. It's just like I always say it's like alcohol. So when prohibition ended, you know, alcohol had a stigma, and it took years to get that stigma to go away. You know, and so until alcohol became normal, and I believe that's going to be the same thing with cannabis. Um, I think right now you have the people that that are against it, and you know, once these younger crowd, the younger crowds, the younger kids grow up, it's, it becomes normal, just like alcohol. But you know, the benefits of it. See, listen, like you have people out there. The doctors that push these pain meds on people, um, that, you know, I, I think that it's a way better alternative to use cannabis than pain medication. You know, it helps for therapy. There's a lot of benefits to it. So they think what they want. They're going, they're going to think what they want, you know, just stay out of our way. We stay out of theirs, and we have no problem with them. Everyone's entitled to their own belief.
0: When you said you, when, when people first walk in the door, you have somebody that kind of, uh, I guess, helps you or guide you uh, to the different types of marijuana that you can buy. Are you required to have a so-called, you know, marijuana educator on on premises? Or is that something that you just do on your own as a business owner?
1: There's a class you can take on your class. So we have a Gansier on site, which, you know, they get certified in uh, education and knowledge of cannabis. Everyone gets hired through us as a cannabis advisor, and all our cannabis advisors they go through, uh, they go through training through seed talent. We have a program that we pay for in seed uh, talent, and it's all the vendors are uh they're registered through seed talent and it educates it educates our, our workers on their cannabis on all their different strains and what they do for them and things like that. They do do education courses and everything to learn about all the different strains that we carry.
0: That's interesting, so how long is the course, or you know what are the hours you have to take to become certified?
1: Well, the certification for a ganji i i don't know how long the course is, but the other the seed talent course for all the cannabis advisors uh it's i believe I could be wrong, but I believe it's like a four or six hour course, and I think it's once a month it's it's a it's a new turnover of like uh once a month or something like that or they, it's always being updated because the vendors always come out with new, uh, new streams and stuff.
0: We're almost out of time, Tom. What else would you like people to know about the social leaf, or just about the retail marijuana business uh, that we didn't cover?
1: Like to tell people that we, we'll, you know, come down and support your local business. We're locally owned. We're all from the area. Grew up right. We grew up right here. We're not, you know, a lot of these businesses out there um, are from out west we like to support our local business owners and come down and support and indulge in your cannabis.
0: And The Social Leaf, again, it's it's on Route 9 in South Toms River. And what are your hours?
1: Uh, we're open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Tom Marino, the CEO and co-founder of The Social Leaf. Thank you so much and good luck with the business. Thank you. You can hear Jersey Shore Matters with Diane De Oliveira every Sunday morning on Press Communications, LLC.